This is the Love That Album Compilation Edition, covering soundtracks, tribute albums, best ofs, box sets, and more. love that album listeners it's eric i am back with another compilation edition and i have just been messing around on the facebook page with a little bit of the um, setup shenanigans that i've got going on okay so this is the december 2016 compilation edition episode and yes i will be talking about some compilations but i'm also going to take this opportunity to talk about some 2016 year in review stuff there will be a regular episode with Morris, myself, and Bernie from the See Here podcast talking about five albums from this year that we either discovered or were released this year that we were really into. So I will not be talking about any of those. I will be briefly talking about a bunch of other stuff. But starting this off, we are hearing Year of the Cat by Al Stewart, which I guess was a 70s radio staple, but I never really heard it for some reason. I picked it up because Terry Frost played it on an episode of one of his shows. I disremember which one, so sorry about that, Terry. At any rate, I was in a local record store that I very rarely visit. Let's just say the people that run the place aren't so nice. At any rate, I scoured their cheap bin of CDs, as with so many record stores these days, they are going heavily towards vinyl. And I found this 70s pop generation Dancing in the City compilation. I've tried to look this up on Discogs and I can't find a lot of information on it. This features tracks by The Move, who I've talked about on this show before, uh, Blondie, Poco Haram, uh, Golden Earring, uh, Little River Band, so and The Hollies, which are some fairly well-known bands, but there's also tracks on here by bands like Mud and... Al Stewart and Dr. Hook, who I guess was better known. The Babies, The Boys, the B-U-O-Y-S with the song Timothy, which my buddy Tom Bagley tells me was written by Rupert Holmes of the Pina Colada song Fame, who I'm actually a fan of his stuff. He's uh, one of those cool, underrated 70s singer-songwriter types that seems to have gotten short shrift due to the one-hit wonder status of that song. Without further ado, let's check out a couple more tracks from this compilation. She was born in L.A. in a lonely room Hardly knew her mama Her daddy left too soon Seemed to fit in with the other kids around Late one night she took out her pen And this is what she wrote down Norma Jean wants to be a 
So to my mind, that's all very 70s pop, which has never been one of my favorite styles. You know, when you talk 70s music to me, it's pop rock, proto-punk, punk rock, heavy metal, and maybe a little bit of country rock. But uh, outside of that, you know, we start getting into uh, the outlaw country movement. But I saw this compilation. It was $3. It had Year of the Cat, which I had just heard. It had the band, some of the bands that I knew. Uh, the move, a band that I'm going to play next called Mud, which is a early 70s glam band that I've been meaning to check out. And I thought, why not? You know, we're, we're in a time now where people are moving away from physical media, except for the vinyl collectors and the DVD freaks or the Blu-ray freaks at this point, which I am one of, so don't take that as a dismissive comment. So there are a lot of compact discs that are just hitting the dollar bins, that are just hitting the free bins at places, and if you dig around in them, you're going to find something unusual. So one of the things about this is I have not had a lot of time to listen to it, or enough time to listen to it, and that's going to kind of be a running theme throughout this show, is finding time to listen to all the stuff that I have access to or would like to. We're going to listen to a little bit of Mud, and then we'll come back on the other side, and I'll talk about our next compilation, and I'll get a little bit more into the issue of listening, when and where, and all of that kind of stuff. Catch you on the other side. No, your ears do not deceive you. That is, in fact, synthwave instrumental music. So this, is, I believe, is going to be a first for Love That Album and a first for the Love That Album compilation edition, where I'm going to be talking about electronic music. Yes, I did in the past talk about uh, Krautrock, which does include some electronic elements, but this is pure electronic music. As I noted, this is synthwave. This is the Ghost Car Records. 2008 to 2010 compilation which came out on a lovely cassette 
that comes in a cool slip case and the cassette itself is kind of a transparent green and has minimal art on it. Uh, this is one of those things that my buddy uh, Tony post posted on Facebook about the, the fact that he never thought in 2016 he would willingly buy three brand new cassette tapes. Now I have been buying cassette tapes used all year because I'm looking for certain things that uh, either I don't want to pay full price for on LP or CD or things for my collection of SST cassettes or Enigma Records cassettes. I also bought the new cassette from the band Mumula, who are friends of mine. Now both Mumula and Ghost Car Records cassettes came with a download code so I can put it on my iPod or burn it on the CD if I really want to. But we are seeing a change in the landscape for sure. I mentioned physical media. You know, this is a very cool packaging, a very simple packaging that makes the price worth it. And additionally, as I said, you get the download, so why not? This is kind of music that I like to listen to when relaxing, to have on in the background, it's fun to drive to. It is not overly intense. You know, it's very, very relaxing to me at least. But it still has a dark edge to it, or a dark feel, which all of you that have listened to what I've had to say in the past know I kinda dig. This is on a label called Swedish Columbia. And the artists on this compilation are listed as Ghost Driver, Rio Blast, Savage House, and Sunset Cruisin'. The compilation itself notes that Ghost Car Records operated from 2008 to 2010, and that MySpace was kind of their distribution hub, and then things fell apart, and now that it has been re-released, so this is actually a reissue compilation by Swedish Columbia Records. At this point, I want to transition a little bit to talking about Spotify, which is one of the things I've been using a lot this year to check out new music. And among the things I have checked out are the Sing Street soundtrack, which I'm thinking we'll probably talk about on the main episode of Love That Album. The uh, Brian Fallon, the singer from Gaslight Anthem, his solo record. John Doe's Westerner record, or it's Westerner, there's no S on the end. And I should note also that John Doe this year had the amazing Under the Big Black Sun book and audiobook out. The audiobook is pretty great, the exception of some, let's just say physical media issues. There's no information that comes with it as far as liner notes or chapter breaks. The audiobook itself is spread across six compact discs, but they end in the middle of chapters rather than than having it divided up nicely and there's no track listings. But overall, the information is great, and it's also great to hear a lot of these artists reading their own passages. The book is edited by John Doe and another guy, and John Doe talks about his experience as part of the L.A. punk scene, but he brings in a lot of people who were there, everyone from Xine from X, his ex-wife, to Jane Wilden of the Go-Go's, to Robert Lopez of the Zeros, who's also known as Elvez, to tell their story. And additionally, he brings in Jack Grisham from TSOL, who were thought of as one of those second-wave Huntington Beach bands that brought the violence to the scene to kind of refute and give his perspective on that idea, which I thought was pretty great. We also had a new record from uh, Alejandro Escovedo, which I haven't had time to listen to, even though it's on my Spotify list. 
Alice Bag of the Bags, another participant in the Under the Big Black Sun. She had her first solo record out this year, which I have on vinyl, but I have not made time to sit down and really investigate. The Handsome Family had a new record. Nico Case, Katie Lang, and Laura Veers put out a record I've listened to a couple of times. Lydia Loveless has a new record, which I have on both vinyl and CD, and I have not really listened to a lot. There's a band called Shovels and Rope that I quite like, that I have their, their CD I got a couple weeks ago that I have yet to make a priority to listen to. Uh, Miranda Lambert's new record. Mama Cole with her answer record to Willie Nelson's Redheaded Stranger, which I have not listened to enough. Uh, Sturgill Simpson, who has been recently nominated for a Grammy for his record, which I do have on order, but my copy has yet to arrive. And then there's things like Southern Culture on the Skids, Dog Party had a new record out, The Mystery Lights, there's a band called Philadelphia, which are a Christian hard rock metal band that have come back, that were uh, around in the 80s. I got their record, which is pretty good. The Bloody Hammers, which is another metal record. I got two records this year from Savage Master, which is a great metal band with a female singer. And then most recently, the Go-Go Gods from Finland featuring the drummer from the Ultra Bimbos, both singing and drumming. It was a great Stoogian sounding record, which you can hear online, but I can't get my hands on physical copy yet. And if I did, would I get a chance to listen to it? So part of the, what's going on is I'm not spending as much time with the tools that I use to listen to my media. My record player, my CD player in my car, and my iPod. Part of that's a function of my, my life and having work that doesn't allow me to drive that far to get to work and then I'm there for eight to ten hours and not listen to music during that time or I'm not walking around the neighborhood as much as I have in the past and I've just got so much so much media that I'm finding and trying to make time for one of the things I started this year was I launched a, my YouTube channel into talking about vinyl finds mainly and thrift store finds for records, so I have stacks of stuff that I have yet to make the time or find the time to listen to. All of which I know is first world problems and in the era that we live in, what's going on right now in December of 2016, that seems like a very, very minor problem. But as a music fan, and as somebody who accesses music to help deal with stress, to help deal with anger, to help deal with relaxation, it's a way to stimulate ideas and thoughts and understand perspectives on things. It's frustrating to me that I don't have the time, or I'm not making the time, I should say. I'm also way behind in my podcast, listening, and my TV and movie watching. You know, and I know I'm never going to catch up. You know, I've got books I know I'm never going to read. All right, enough of the soapbox. So I started off the year paying tribute to the late, great Lemmy Kilmeister, who left us in December of 2015. So it seems only fitting that I should end the year talking about one of the other great artists that left us, unfortunately, at the very beginning of the year, and that's David Bowie. So I'm going to take a minute here, I'll listen to a little bit of Bowie, and we'll come back and I'll uh, say some words for the man who fell to earth. Ground control to Major Tom's Seven, six Commencing countdown engines on Three, two 
Check ignition and may God's love be with you. Guitar, jamming good with weird and gilly, and the spiders from Mars. He played it left hand, but made it too far. Became the special man. Then we were Ziggy's band. Ziggy really sang, screwed up eyes and screwed down hairdo. Like some cat from Japan, he could lick 'em by smiling. He could leave 'em to hang. Became one so loaded, man. Well hung, snow white tan. My first encounters with David Bowie as a singer, unfortunately, was Let's Dance and Dancing in the Streets with Mick Jagger, neither of which most people would consider highlights of his career was during a time period when he was all about making the money, which can't blame him. You know, as Henry Rollins said, there's no selling out, there's just selling out too cheap. At any rate, fast forward to the 90s, I was in college, I was hanging out with a guy who was really into music, we were friends for a couple of years. And he played the Bauhaus version of Ziggy Stardust, and I took notice. Fast forward a couple years, and I finally got around to picking up the Bowie Singles Collection 2-CD set. You know, eventually I would go and pick up the Berlin albums Low, Heroes, and The Lodger, along with Ziggy Stardust on CD. And I've got Diamond Dogs on LP. And of course, one of the records that I didn't get enough time to explore this year, and I have yet to pick up a copy on vinyl, even though I need to, is his final record, Black Star. It's been a rough year for musician and celebrity deaths. 
politician deaths as well. It's just we're hitting that point when people of a certain age are, are hitting the end of the lifespan. Cancer seems to be the vicious through line for way too many of those that we are losing. But that's the world we're living in, and I hate to say it, folks, but this is what's going to be the new normal for a while while we have a massive generation that is leaving us. From what I know of Bowie, I don't think that he would want us to spend the rest of our days mourning the great loss of not only himself, but the rest of those who have left us. But rather keep on going, exploring their music, listening to their songs, and discovering what the young people, or even the old people that are discovering their musical roots and talents, have to say. Okay, I'd never intended for this episode to get kind of sappy or whatever. I'm sure that uh, if you listen to the main episode, you'll hear me and Morris and Bernie being inappropriate about stuff. So just going to sign off by saying, come on over to the Facebook page. Tell us what you think. You know, engage, share, enjoy. Tell us about the music. If you want to talk strictly music and not love that album, there's the Feed My Ears Facebook page, which you're more than welcome to come on over to. This music fandom thing for me is it's a journey. It's not a destination. So... While I don't think I'm going to be talking about techno or hip-hop next year, who knows? Who knows what's going to catch my ears? wasn't expecting 2016 to be a great year for records, but it's been an interesting year. And there are some things that you did not hear me talk about that if you've been following the Facebook page, if you've been following Feed My Ears, if you follow me on Facebook and know that I've been talking about them for a better chunk of the year or even just the last month or two, well, likely those are going to get brought up in the main Love That Album 2016 wrap-up episode. So, I'm going to sign off now. I'll leave you with a little more Bowie. Everybody be good to each other, and we will see you in 2017. Take care. And always remember, keep on rocking, dude. Sound and vision.
It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 